Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And, and we're, we're two dudes, dudes talking Disney. Disney. So we thought tonight we'd do a new show. We're going to try to get a regular schedule of doing stuff and we're going to try to put out at least uh, at least two if not three news shows per month. We'd like to we'd like to do something weekly, but you know, life. Yeah. It's not in the budget. Right. So uh, we'll start off tonight's show with uh, something near and dear to David and my heart, and that is uh, Star Wars uh, has a new streaming show that's going to be on the Disney streaming service, which is premiering in 2019. Uh, It's going to be a lower cost than Netflix. And part of the big announcement when they announced the service was that they were going to be doing a 10-episode Star Wars series directed by Jon Favreau, who did Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and Disney's The Jungle Book. I think he's also the director for The Lion King, if I'm, I believe so, yes. if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, the, the title's out, and it was announced on his, twi- on his Instagram feed the other day, and that, uh, that title is The Mandalorian. Which, uh, as most of you Star Wars fans know, Mandalorians are in the Star Wars universe. How? They are the home... Well, Mandalore is the home planet of the Fets. Exactly. So uh, the armor that Boba Fett wears is Mandalorian Mandalorian body armor. Um, First picture is also out. That was released the next day. Yes. And it looks very much like what we know to be Boba Fett. Although we don't know who the Mandalorian is. Uh, It could be Boba Fett. It could be Jango Fett. It could be a new fet. It could be a Davy fet. Yeah. We don't. We don't know. I wouldn't fet it until <laughs> nice. we find until we find out some more information. But uh, yeah, it looks like they have a. It's written and produced, like we said, uh, by John. Uh, the different uh, stars in it include Bryce Dallas Howard. I didn't know that she was going to be. Actually, in I it. think they're di- they're directing. They're directing. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. They're so in. it's wow. it's under the under the the eye of John Favreau. He he'll be directing. I believe the premiere episode. And uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the guy who directed Thor. Yes. Uh, uh, T. I can't pronounce it. I, I like to give Dave the Polynesian <laughs> names. Uh, he's going to be directing some, uh, and this is a pretty big budget thing. Disney allocated, I think, a hundred million for ten yes, episodes. For ten episodes. Yeah. So that's roughly, you know, uh, about a third to a half of what a general movie Ooh, budget yeah. is. Although, if you look at it, 10 one-hour episodes, that's essentially four movies. Correct. So, you know, you've given four movies half of the budget that you would generally give one blockbuster. This is for the small screen. Uh, I say small screen. I, You know, in the old days, when I was a kid, small screen just meant television. Correct. Uh, now, however, with the streaming service, will be available on the interwebs and all that stuff. So, uh, And it's, uh, it's set... Just after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of what we know now as the First Order. And it'll travel a lone gunfighter, I'm guessing the Mandalorian, uh, in the outer reaches of the galaxy. And he's going to be far away from the authority of the New Republic. So kind of like a Wild West, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Outer Rim type uh, type show. Right, which coincidentally, the Outer Rim is also where Galaxy's Edge, uh, the new Star Wars lands, uh, exist. They exist in the outer room of the galaxy. So who knows if there will be some tie-ins Tie-in, yeah. to the to oh, the new lands? Be. I'm sure there. Yeah, there will be tie-ins and marketing opportunities uh, and merchandise you can buy galore. Uh, I just have uh, a few words, and that is, uh, you know, I hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I mean, it's it's uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of the Star Wars universe has been taking a lot of heat lately with the Last Jedi and now the Solo movie. Uh, you know, the, there's rumors that they're, they've already started cutting production schedules. And instead of this whole pumping out Star Wars movies, they're kind of pumping the brakes. 
Uh, so hopefully this one's better. Right. Um, again, I had no problems with Solo. I actually like Solo better than The Last Jedi. It was a good popcorn so, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I you agree. Know, so, but uh, we'll and see I, where it goes. I think Rogue One was excellent. We, I love Rogue that. One. You know that. I watch it all the time. I'm just, you know, we'll see what the, the episode nine of, of Star Wars brings. And uh, hopefully this is a little shining star on this on this new streaming yeah. service. So and hopefully episode nine, you know, wows us. There's, there's a lot of rumor out there. I don't want to spoil alert, but... Uh, you know, I'm hoping it. I'm hoping it lives up to the hype. Exactly. So that's uh, that's all the Star Wars news for this week. And uh, what's the next topic, Dave? All right, we'll talk a little bit about. Uh, there was some some gaping horror in, in the Animal Kingdom lovers world recently, where the the announcement of uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch. Oh, the horror! The horror was going to close, and people suddenly it became everyone's favorite thing to do. Um, but as we've already found out, it is not closing permanently. It is uh, closing temporarily for a major refurb. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Rafiki's Planet Watch, and a lot of people aren't, it's a you take the train from the back of Africa and Animal Kingdom, and the train brings you out there. And I, I don't know, not to say it's a petting zoo to make it sound, you know, it's a petting zoo. There's some character interactions. There's a central building where you could actually watch them perform veterinary services on some of the animals, uh, learning stations, if you will. But... Uh, you know, one and the, a, a petting zoo. And a petting zoo, right, and an actual petting zoo. So, uh, I mean, we like going back there, uh, especially with Amelia. You know, that's been something that, you know, you, as up until Amelia, I think we went there once. Uh, but once Amelia came along, we started making much more frequent trips out there. Yeah, it's a great little area. It does take you through some backstage sections. You get to see where some of the animal housing is. Yeah. Uh, rumor was, you know, like Dave said, that it was going to close, and we started hearing rumors about Zootopia I uh, heard another rumor that they were going to build an Australia land back there. Um, but all of a sudden, Disney does this 180 yeah. and announces they're going to open it. And I don't know if this is public backlash. You know, I, I doubt it, though, because public backlash, you know, never really works in Disney. I mean, if well, no, it, it has. Uh, a couple of years ago, they tried to ban liquor from the cruises. They, they Disney used to have a very open liquor policy. Uh, as opposed to many of the other cruise lines are very strict with what you could bring. And Disney had a very liberal policy and they announced they were going to make some changes. There was a big uproar. They reversed on it. Now, eventually, about a year and a half later, they did institute some new liquor policies, uh, but they didn't, you know, they did take the time to to roll it out 18 months later. They just didn't all of a sudden come up and say, hey, this is going to be our policy. Face, right. As a, right. Yeah. Um, and that was as a result, I think, of of the public backlash. Um, now, I, I feel too. If you've been monitoring, you know, going back a few weeks too, they, Disney's been announcing a lot of, you know, what are, people are referring to as like this big budget cut, and, and they're getting rid of some different things. Some of the citizens of Hollywood, they've cut down on um, some of the shows, some of the, and and everyone's on this upward that you know they're 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 money grabbing company that's just doing this to save money and that, but but there's a lot going on. I mean, as much as we're we're like okay, they cut the citizens of Hollywood. You know, they uh, cut down on the Jack Sparrow experiences going. They, they are opening new things as they close something. So you, know, you think about Star Wars Land, how many jobs that's going to require to operate the new Toy Story Land, the new Pandora. Uh, you know, a lot of these, these you know, the new Tron roller coaster being built. Uh, so a, a lot of the, you know, well, they're doing stuff because of budget cuts. You know, they're, they're shifting money elsewhere, if you will. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm okay with most of it. But the with the Rafiki's Planet Watch, you know, yeah, it was sad. I, I was kind of sh- surprised about that. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's an Animal Kingdom opening day exhibit, 
but it's, I don't believe it's, it is. It's been there for a while, and um, but again, it's been saved as they for now. Uh, it'll be back in the spring, is what they're saying. Yeah, it, it's you know Disney. Well, they they are cutting things to save money, but they're also spending money, right. uh, like they haven't really done. And they're doing it across all all Correct. the parks. Yeah. You know, there's I, I think there's 50 initiatives for the 50th anniversary. Yes, uh, 50 for 50. And whether it's new attractions or uh, refurbishments, uh, you know, just general maintenance and upkeep, there is a lot going on, Correct. and and I that mean, costs money. I, again, you're you're looking at right now the construction of two new hotels that are being built. You're looking at the you know an Animal Kingdom. They kind of construction's kind of died down, but. You go to Hollywood Studios, you still have Star Wars Land, the Star Wars Hotel. You go to Epcot, you got Ratatouille, Guardians of the Galaxy. Always, always, always the rumor of another country. So Brazil and India were the yeah. last two. Um, and then the Magic Kingdom, they're doing the Tron cycle. And, and we're pretty much waiting at this point any day for an announcement about what's replacing Stitch. Um, and it, you, know, you add all that up, and, and everyone's complaining about... Uh, you know the the people that that got shuffled from Rafiki. Well, that's a lot more that they're going to be adding. So. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot lot going on there. Um, you know, Dave mentioned that the, the Planet Watch is coming back, which is great. Um, and we mentioned Disney cutting back. Uh, you know, one way that they bring in new money is they raise the price on all the snacks yes, and drinks oh, yeah. last week, Our, which. Uh, which we were going to talk about how they're bringing in new revenue, but right. this wasn't even the main topic. No, the um, uh, the Mickey Premium Bar is now more expensive. It is five seventy five yes. up from five dollars. Uh, a a fountain soda. I'm sorry, not a fountain soda. A twenty ounce bottled Coke is up to four fifty yeah. from four dollars. Uh, you know, a bucket of popcorn in the souvenir bucket is now ten dollars. Regular popcorn is five dollars. Seven dollars for a Mickey pretzel. I mean the the prices you know you 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 always joke about theme park or ballpark prices, um, like I well I still tell people you know coming from where Tony and I are this close to New York City go to a Yankee game, you know I mean they're they're still at about their prices but, um, you know what the the thing I love the most is they raise the prices you go on Facebook you go on Instagram, and there's people you know, lighting their torches and getting their pitchforks and ready to march and. Tomorrow, you know, they'll, they'll put those pitchforks down right. so they can hold a Mickey pretzel. Right. You know, and, uh, and 110,000 people are still going to go to the Magic Kingdom today. And, right. uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It's the cost of doing business. Everything gets more expensive as time goes on. Uh, I think one thing that uh, that does, though, too, is, is people, I hate to say that people don't see it because it used to be when you went there and they, they charged you for a bottle of water. You physically gave them cash, and I think now when you're just tapping the band, tapping the band, tapping the band. Oh, and that's the whole reason it, of the band, right? You know, you don't pay attention to how much money you're actually spending, and uh, as much as these were about twenty percent increase in prices, you know, you're again tomorrow, you know, right as we speak, right now, recording this, probably thirty Mickey premium bars were sold, right? And and I think the the tough thing is um, not only did they raise the prices on snacks and beer and liquor. But they actually raised the prices of the food items from the food and wine festival Correct. midway through the food and wine festival, That's which is a, a just genius. They got everyone hooked. It's unprecedented uh, these these increases that they've done. Uh, so what's what's our next topic, Dave? I don't know. What do you want to hit with Tony? Uh, you tell me. Um... I don't know. I, th- I thought you had the plan today. No, you you've got the iPad in front of oh, you. Oh, that's so. right. Okay, let's see. I'm looking through here. We got the Mandalorian. Uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch, more spirit jerseys. There's, there's, you know. Yeah, that, that's that's that's, yeah, that's not a topic for us. We spirit, don't wear spirit jerseys. They have jerseys. a spirit jersey. I think they're gonna have a spirit jersey for spirit jerseys. Pretty soon. 
Uh, refurbishments for 2019, the schedule starting to come out. Peter Pan and the Tomorrowland Speedway are going to be shut down starting uh, pretty actually January 2nd, which is, is, you know, right. They're really kicking out the New Year crowd and, and hitting right. it right there. But uh, Tomorrowland Speedway is going to be closed for a lengthy refurbishment as they have to redirect the track to fit the Tron roller coaster in. Yeah, and they're also shutting down the Walt Disney Railroad so Correct. that they can do some work around the entrance for Tron. And, uh, and now in California, they shut the railroad down for a lengthy period of time, and that was to uh, build Star Wars land, and they rerouted it. But during the time which the railroad was closed, they actually offered an up-close tour of all the locomotives and how the railroad system works. And the rumor is that that's supposed to happen for... Uh, the Walt Disney World Railroad, which I would actually look forward to. I, I would love to... to I, I heard time. rumor is they're bringing the trains out to the station and it will pretty much be a static static display picture opportunity. You know, maybe there's a conductor there and they're talking yeah, about the trains Yeah, they usually talk about the trains and stuff. Uh, I, I find the trains at Walt Disney World to be one of the more fascinating attractions because there's a lot of history in them. You know, they, again, they were all real trains at one point. Uh, even the point where the bridges were actually... Train bridges, uh, Disney found it cheaper to buy old train bridges than to build train bridges. So even the bridges for the system, a lot of them were, were bought in other places in Florida and shipped to the Magic Kingdom to be installed. So a little bit more up close and personal with the trains. Now here's, I'm here's a, that. Go ahead. Here's a little bit of Two Dudes trivia, uh, and, and that is the parks, uh, you know, are pretty much there because of two things. Walt wanted a place where he could spend time with his daughters and got tired of going to the local places in California. And two, he had a large-scale railroad in his backyard called the Carrollwood Pacific, uh, which he would have people over, and it was big enough to ride. Um, and that's kind of the genesis of the whole park idea, and that's a little bit why the parks have the railroads around them is because Walt was a big railroad buff. Yes, and actually, uh, if you go to the new Copper Creek Resort uh, over at the Wilderness Lodge, in the lobby, they have a display and a whole history on Walt's, uh, you know, mini railroad, and even some of the cars are there. Right. So it's pretty cool. Like we could post some pictures, sure, uh, to that to the, to the two dudes page at another date. But um, all right, I think we're that, that covers all the little news. Little oh, we news, we did yeah. mention sorry, Peter Pan is going to be closed. That's going to be refurbed for a month from uh, January second to I think like February seventh, somewhere around there. So uh, who knows what they're going to do? They closed it down for a lengthy rehab. Last year to do the redo the queue, yes, to repay 18 to months ago, add the queue, if you will. All right, um, so that's all the little news. Now, our big topic is uh, the ticket. Uh, Disney made an announcement about tickets, it's a little confusing. Uh, I, I would agree, but that seems to be the general consensus right now is that it is a little bit confusing. Um, but basically, they've tiered it to the day now instead of it being a season, if you will. Uh, now the ticket price fluctuates per day, and if I'm if I'm telling you being the actual Disney travel agent in the room here, um, it goes by the first day of your trip. Is that is that am I correct in saying it that way? Well, you it 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 does. Um, so in the old way, uh, tickets one day ticket for the Magic Kingdom was a certain price, and then the other three parks had a different price. Uh, now they've leveled that one day price off. So now. All the parks have the same price. There's no more premium cost to get into the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and when you bought a ticket, if you were to buy a ticket today, that ticket would expire at the end of 2019. And any tickets you buy up until October 15th will expire by the end of, uh, must be used by the end of 2019. Once you used your ticket, you had to use all 
all of the days allocated within a 14-day period. So if I bought a 10-day ticket today and I went to Disney on February 1st of 2019, I would have between February 1st and February 15th to use that those 10 those days. days. Um, what they've done now is you do have to pick the dates for your tickets. And based on the date, uh, like they do right now with their resorts, their resorts have tiered pricing. So your resort price fluctuates based on the time of year. If you want to go in September, the cost for your resort is lower than if you want to go Christmas week uh, because they know the crowds are going to be there. And like we always say, who goes Christmas, Christmas week? week? Crazy people. Terrible terrible idea. Right. So anyways, I'm leaving on Christmas to go to Disney. <laughs> That's another show. So uh, we're not sure what the pricing is going to be yet or how they're going to tier them. Uh, but your your tickets are locked into a, a, a time frame now. Uh, and this kind of follows suit for anyone who's gone to Universal uh, Resort of Orlando. Uh, they do the same thing. They've been doing that for a, a couple of years yeah, now while, with, yeah. with their tickets. Uh, so Disney's kind of falling in line along with what Universal does. Um, they, there is an option where you can pay an additional amount, which will give you some flexibility as to the start date for your tickets. But it's not like the old days when there used to be a no expiration Correct, option. Yeah. Um, this you just get the, yeah, you get the stamp right. This just this just allows you to push the start date back a little bit. Um, once you buy your tickets, you know Disney's very flexible with their packages. If you buy a ticket and something happens and you have to push the date for your trip back, Disney will just let you move that resort lock stock. I'm sorry, that package lock stock and barrel to the new dates. Now, if your dates change. And the ticket pricing changes for those dates. If it goes to a higher period, Disney will gladly take the additional cost <laughs> from you. However, if you are moving your dates to a date where your ticket prices would be lower, there is no refund. So Disney is not uh, is not playing the game fair on on both sides with that. I mean, I'm not. I'm shocked about that, but. Uh, you know, I saw the ticket price increase, and to be honest, I didn't pay one whim attention to it. Well, you're an annual pass right. holder. As a, as a DVC member, we get the discounted annual passes. So I just went, ha-ha, suckers. That's right, peasants. <laughs> Have your ticket price go up. Nice. Sit up there oh. in your ivory DVC <laughs> tower. It is. It's called the boardwalk. <laughs> so it, it's it's a little rough because, you know, we, we know that historically Disney raises their prices between 5 to 8% every year across the boards on both resorts and tickets. Uh, rumor and, and I say this as rumor because we have not seen any definitive pricing yet. Uh, even as a travel agent, Disney will, uh, you know, Disney is set to put this price increase into effect as of October 16th. As travel agents, I will see that pricing on October 16th. I will not have any official word from Disney about what it is. But the rumor at this point is that tickets are going to go up between 14 and 22%. Yes, which, so, which for Disney World is like, holy crap, but Disneyland... Uh, the, the, especially in the, even the annual passes there, they take a beating. Uh, mm. You know, and, and the dynamics of the two parks are different. Or the, the, the structure is a little bit different. Disneyland gets much more crowded much quicker. Uh, Disney World has the, the advantage of isolation compared to Disneyland. And Disneyland know? is still very much a, a local park. Correct. And that's what, you know, uh, people who live around Disney World still have to plan to go to Disney World because it's a, you know... It's about a twenty-minute drive, no matter where you live. Right. You got to park. You got to go in. You got to. Where Disneyland, you know, you could just have a friend drop you, you walk off two minutes from the there, park. and there's there's right. housing developments. Yeah, you know, so that's where Tony and I are gonna set up one day. 
Hopefully. Well, we hit Lotto. We'll have an address in Golden Oaks and one in Anaheim to keep the shows, you know, from coast to coast. But, there you go. I think Cheryl uh, just rolled her eyes. Yeah, probably. I think I think they, both of our wives roll their eyes when we talk <laughs> about our, our two dudes' gloriness. But, uh, yeah, I, I do think that's one thing that uh, people realize don't realize is that the, as much as the parks are the same, the ticket structures are usually a little bit different and the price increases are a little bit different. And, and one of the ways they try to control people crowds is with the ticket price increases. And that's, you know, Disney stated that's what they're trying to do Correct. right now is they're trying to maintain crowd levels, uh, manage crowd levels by pricing. Uh, if you'll read the press release, Disney announced it as a way to help guests, you know, uh, have a better experience. Correct. You know, that's why they're raising prices and going to tiered pricing. They they don't do it because they want to. They do it for the betterment of their guests. Correct. It's all for you, folks. That it extra is. $20 is to, to help you. It's for you. So enjoy it. Uh, so that's pretty much all the news this week. and it. uh, It's been a slow news week in the Disney front. It has been. So we'll catch all the news after it happens. Yes. Uh, and until next time, I'm Tony. I'm David. And we're Two, two Dudes, dudes talking, talking Disney.